Yes, you're wrong. The podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Yes. Back from all of our hiatuses, they were induced by me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm here, I think, uh, for the next while. A bit. Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. I mean, it was uh, it was exciting. Uh, low stakes watching the Emmys because I knew I didn't have to report on them or or tell you how funny Jimmy Kimmel was or something. So, um, yeah, pretty restful week for me personally. Uh, how about you? I didn't even watch the Emmys. So <laughs> I read who I read who won the things, and I watched um, Cheryl Lee Ralph's speech. We can talk mm, so about good. that in a bit. That was but great. The, um, but, yeah, no, my week was good. I was in TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, watching lots of movies that are going to be coming out over the next – bunch Hopefully. of months um did you have any questions about tiff about anything that <laughs> i saw do you want to know anything do you want me to give you the inside scoop on anything yeah i mean how was don't worry darling don't worry darling oh, wasn't wait. at tiff unfortunately. oh wait yeah that so. was a i did get to see my policeman though oh, which yeah. is how the was other that? harry styles movie and i also saw the wonder which is the other florence Pugh movie oh okay perfect uh, what about the other Olivia Wilde movie? Or is she not? She's not really doing anything right now. Uh, I don't think <laughs> just, I saw her in anything. She's dealing with this fallout. She's dealing with the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> messy, messy. No, I mean, it looked like a great time. I saw all your little Twitter reviews. Um, so it made me excited for some and made me doubt your taste on others. I was like, is this really as good as you said? Probably not. But it seemed like... I was drawn. I could see some that might appeal to both thou and myself. Um, so excited, sad that you saw them all in advance because I just am picturing the in absolute uh, chaos of our end of year rankings. Um, just the sheer amount of content you've consumed <laughs> has yes. really really grown exponentially over the last couple of years and it is exhausting to try to keep up um and even more exhausting to sit there and listen to like 20 movies you saw that i didn't uh so <laughs> i'll cut some things from the list i've seen lots of stuff this year that does not warrant uh, a spot on the year-end roundup for good yeah. or for bad that was just sort of a meh <laughs> Okay, good. Um, But no, I mean, I was trying to keep an ear to the ground for any like pop news that happened in your absence. There wasn't like a ton of like big, big ticket items. Um, I mean, a bunch of stuff like happened this week. And uh, but like, you know, I feel like the general public the the world as it were needed a breather after the madness of the don't worry darling um harry spit gate like and then the queen died <laughs> and now we're going you know it's like r.i.p the funeral is finally happening uh and so i feel like there's just a general like 
lack of news, except um, if you've, there's been a few things that have happened that are kind of like niche and those are fun to talk about. But then the bigger one, which I just kind of want to brush over, you know, we should mention it, but I hate it, is the Little Mermaid discourse. Oh, yes. I honestly, I, I, I saw that. I think that was happening while I was at TIFF. Yeah. And I was honestly confused for a bit when someone was telling me about it because I was like, wait, I had totally forgot that there was a live action Little Mermaid coming out (laughs) and that they had cast the, uh, is it Chloe or Hallie? Chloe. Chloe in it. And I was like, oh, okay, wait. And then. And and then then you were like, wait, but they can't be. Black. <laughs> I was like, a black person is a mermaid? No. You're like, Mermaids that are all check white. Out scientifically. It makes <laughs> sense that they're white. Yeah, no, truly. The whole thing is so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. dumb. I mean, it's I, literally just racism. Like, if you care oh, about Little Mermaid, it's just racism. Like, you can't sit there and try to strategize your way out, like, theorize your way out of this. Like, of course, it's not scientific. Of course, it's not like we don't have to honor the Danish roots of this fairy tale you did not read the original copy of. Like, Stop pretending this is like something else other than you just don't want to see a black girl on your screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, this happen- This this happens, up, I don't know, probably at least once a year where they recast somebody and people get mad at it. I mean, this happened in, with the when they recast Hermione Granger as a black person on the Broadway yeah. um, production. Like, I feel like this happens and everyone gets so up in arms about it. And it's like, this is a fictional person. Like this, yeah. <laughs> like this is not a real person. They can be whoever, whatever yeah. color they want to be. And in this case, they're a mermaid. So they're not only <laughs> a fictional person, but they're a species that is not real. Yeah. And I saw this video on Twitter of a man being like, well, since mermaids live underwater and have less <laughs> access to sunlight, they yeah, would actually ridiculous. be very pale. And it's like, uh, uh, yeah, but actually, they'd be the demonic looking. They'd be like translucent skin and skeletal eyes and deep well, but fish. Like, <laughs> is that they uh, don't exist, so we don't know what they look like. Like, they could have dark skin. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I know. And who's like upset about the singing lobster or the the half human, half octopus evil lady who steals teenagers' voices to like. I don't know, ruin their father's lives. Like, it's like, this is not, I don't understand why people want this to make, want to make this like some sort of battleground that they went to task over it when the original cast was announced a year or two ago and are now back feeling the same sort of way when the, when the teaser drops and will probably bring up the same sort of arguments when the movie comes out in 2023. And it's just like, just say you're racist and sit down. I don't have the energy to go through this every time. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was something that was just like the discourse would not die. Like it just from every angle, like it's just too much. Like, like, no, thank you. (laughs) I also understand like, I mean, I understand like people who are racist in like a real world setting. Like, I mean, obviously it's (laughs) bad, but like. But, like, I, I understand, like, sort of, like, how it, like, makes sense in someone's mind. This doesn't make any sense because oh, it's no. completely devo- – it's not like the – it's not, like, latent 
racism that is like coming through through like microaggressions or something this is like just you don't like black people but like why yeah and like why are these adults these grown men usually so so in touch with the little mermaid like on disney yes also all of these disney live action movies are bad yeah that's a whole nother thing like who cares who's playing these roles the movie's gonna suck no one i'm not gonna like it yeah. I'm going to probably have to go see it for something or another and be probably for this podcast. And then yeah. I'm going to be annoyed about it. Yeah. Well, speaking <sighs> of things that will annoy you, I know I'm hogging oh, the airtime. Taylor time. Swift? Yeah. <laughs> What's she? I, I was going to ask. It was on my list of things because I was like, I'm sure she's doing something. I saw something with a clock and I was like, oh, hey, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the weird thing is she hasn't announced or released a single. Um, Some people are theorizing that that is because the Grammy, the Grammy year – ends like September 30th so she doesn't want to split like a single and then the album so she wants it in the same Grammy cycle when, um, is, when does the album come out? October 20, October 21st, October 12th okay October so she's 21st. Still ha- she still has some time yeah 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 yeah. but um, the, the other news that happened yes yeah, she revealed you know because she's had all these like limited edition cover arts um, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And so then she did that and then she re-released it and was like, guys, guess what's on the back? Oh, yeah. I saw clock. this TikTok video. The clock. And so, video. yeah. So you can buy an additional – if you buy all four albums, either vinyls or, you know, re- CDs, you can then spend 30 to $40 buying the clock feature and hang them on your wall to have a Taylor Swift themed clock. You know, she's getting creative. She loves, she's the capitalism queen. She knows how to market. She knows how to get those album sales. She does not believe in bundles. She does not believe in discounts. Like it's like, we are getting, we are selling physical copies in this digital age and she knows how to do it. So congrats to her. Yeah. Well, she's got to sell something to buy all that oil for her debt. (laughs) (laughs) yeah the bigger news the more uh scintillating tea is um she then followed that up with another tiktok where she's like oh the making of um the making of midnight and it was i also watched this it's like yeah it's like a cut to a bunch of different yeah, scenes. it's just a was bunch of short Was there something hidden clips. in there? Yeah, so this is the thing, right? It, I mean, first of all, it shows like Jack Antonoff is one of the producers. There seems to be some upbeat songs by the way they're dancing and excited. So that makes me excited. Um, but the biggest well, we deal is that she... already, Well, we didn't right? know I mean, Well, no. obviously Jack Antonoff was going to be involved. The two Well, them, okay, but she's also done most of her songs with Aaron Dessner. And then also the... <laughs> Listen, um, can I tell you the news? Can I tell you the okay, news? sure, fine. What's the news? <laughs> So then she releases this, not to a trending song on TikTok, not to one of her songs, but instead this random song um, that had never been used before on TikTok wasn't like a, an artist or a song that existed until this week, um, but it's by this artist called no- Nice Boy Ed. It's a song called Life You Lead that, again, no one has ever heard oh, of. Oh, well, it's clearly Ed Sheeran. Well, yeah, clearly I'm sure. Like, congrats. Make a TikTok about it. Your theories are so, like, elementary, okay? And these people are writing college theses about it. Okay, okay, so um, it's not Ed It Sheeran. doesn't sound like Ed Sheeran. People think it might be Bonnie Veer. Um, other people think it might be Joe Alwyn. Other people think it might be Taylor Swift, but she, like, manipulated it to not 
sound like her, but it'd be like a fun Easter egg that actually this was my song. I just like made a male voice version. I don't know. The point is no one knows, but it is a weird, it's a weird detail that she chose that song. And of course now it's feeding the the frenzy. Everyone's so like trying to figure it out. song off the album and, and that it's like <clears throat> Bonnie Vare has a, is like featured on the There's album. There's thoughts everywhere. A, that's okay. I mean, that's kind of the point, right? Is she did something similar with um, the Look What You Made Me... Was it Look What You Made Me Do cover on Killing Eve? Um, there was like a slowed down version of a Taylor Swift song and it was by like the... Um, it was by like this artist called like the... I don't remember what it was. Some weird okay. name like the Penguin <laughs> Jack Leopards or something. And it turns out that that was actually... Taylor Swift's brother, Austin. Oh, and, yes. I remember this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she does this sort of thing where she either uses a pin name or like oh, makes up this band. So it's like, why? For herself too. Was it, didn't she have a weird name on like a Calvin Harris Yeah. Song? She did the, this is what you came for as Neil Somberg. And then it came out that that was actually her. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like obvious that this is something weird, but the what but exact of weirdness what. it is. Mm. Yeah. Is it a good song? No, it's kind of like, it's kind of like cheesy. The snippet on her TikTok is just like her saying, it's just the life you lead, but it's yours, but it's yours. There is a full song of it you can listen to on Spotify or whatever. I haven't Uh-oh. listened to it, but it it has like Taylor-esque, like there's lots of references to Golden, which is like a common theme in her music. And so she I don't references think- references the color gold a lot? Wait, <laughs> yeah, nice she does. Boy Ed. Yeah, nice boy Ed, the life you lead. And um Oh yeah, because he only is Oh, and it's a baby picture. Have we figured out who this baby is? Oh no. It must be another Blake Lively kid. <laughs> I mean, or I feel like that's kids. the that's the question is who is this baby? Yeah, so people think it's Joe Alwyn. People think for some reason it's Joe Alwyn's friend, even though I think that theory was disproved because I don't remember why. Like that's the thing, is it's just like spawning all these theories, which of course is spawning discourse, which of course is spawning free promo. Um, my my gut is that it must just be like I don't know if it would be a song from the album. That just seems so strange. But then it's also like, well, why would it just be an announcement that like Joe Alwyn sings or something? You know, like what would the point be? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, it's like uh, is I guess it could be a cover of the song. Yeah. Or like of a song that she sings on the album. Um Yeah, because yeah, it is weird like yeah, if it was like her brother or Joe Alwyn or something and then and then it's like why unless they're also on the album, but it, truly right. who knows. Taylor Swift is <laughs> not mentally well and <laughs> I mean, it's working. It's doing everything she wants. It's getting the people talking. (laughs) That's what she's always done. That's what a ton of celebrities, I mean, not to that degree, I guess, but a ton of celebrities will like hide from the paparazzi because then the paparazzi can't sell the picture, which uh, coincidentally is something that happened to Blake Lively because Blake Lively announced that she's expecting her fourth child. Yeah. Uh, She was at some sort of premiere and it was obvious she was pregnant. And so then she came out on Instagram and was like, because there's like 11 paparazzis outside my house, I'm just going to post pictures of my pregnancy here. And then did like a carousel of images over the last few months, some of which featured Taylor Swift. 
So that got people talking about like the d- potential Easter eggs there. But really, I think it was just a bunch of pictures. Oh, of yeah. Her. Is she going to have another song with all of the Blake Lively's kids dating yeah. each other in it? <laughs> well, that's what people were joking is that Taylor needed to wait for Blake to have another baby so that they, she could re-record the intro to Gorgeous, um, which featured the last of Blake Lively's babies. So. Huh. So it'll be another year. But we also this. still haven't heard anything about any of the re-releases. That's... No, exactly. And and we have four of those still left. Supposedly? Technically, yeah. I honestly think she must have bought them or made an arrangement, or she decided, you know what, I want to do this album. I want to go on tour. Like she's getting back to a normal cycle, and we'll do those re-recordings after a midnight's tour. Intriguing. Is my theory. But presumably, she's also been like. It wouldn't take that long to record those, would it? Well, she's like doing all the, yeah. I mean, I could see why if she's she's often going back to the original like producer, so she needs to have their availability, and then she's like has really long albums for the most part. Um, I mean, except for debut, though. There's like an EP that goes. I don't know. I can see her being like bored by it, like almost like she's I mean, inspired I to do think- her new stuff. I think you would be boring because you're not really the like the creative process isn't there. You're sort of just yeah. like copying things, yeah. you know. It's like yeah. you're trying to replicate. Like, okay, we got a drum again. Like, let's make the <laughs> same sound. Yeah. Well, and there is like all the shake it off lawsuit, which is officially like going to court or whatever. Um. So I think What's maybe that? that would slow it. You know, shake it. It's been like a years long process. Uh, Someone's suing three L W. Yeah. The writers of this song, Player's Gonna Play, are suing her for infringement on their lyrics that, you know, Player's Gonna Play is in Shake It. I don't know. It seems like a stretch to me. Taylor Swift wrote this, like, I don't know law speak, you know, but this, like, counter argument to try and get the case thrown out that was like, my mom never let me watch, like, MTV. I'd never heard of this song until this point. She, like, tagged a picture of her wearing a shirt that said player's going to play back in like 2012 or whatever. And was like at this time, like this was a common phrase. It did not belong to three LW, like blah, 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 blah. And it all seems like very clear that this was not like a song she knew or decided to steal from. Um, But I can see, uh, yeah, I think it's just like a bad, bad luck on the judge or whatever. Cause it's, They've decided to push it through to see it through. Hmm. Well, good luck to three LW. I hope that they rob her for millions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, do you have any other news uh, for me? Um. Well, on in very exciting news. Um. Mm. Queer Eyes Anthony and Jonathan Van Ness uh, <laughs> were supposedly dating for a brief twelve hours. Um, they posted a very annoying series of photos on both of their Instagrams where they're sort of like holding hands yeah. and saying like, oh, we're now partners. Like after years of sort of like wanting to be, now we're going to do it. More details tomorrow at noon. And it's like, okay, well, obviously this isn't an actual relationship if it's more details tomorrow at noon. Like why? Yeah. And... Everybody's like, okay, clearly something's up. People figured it out that they were both following some dog food brand called Yummers. <laughs> and then they were like, ah, this is a freaking um, 
pet food spawn toy. <laughs> and then sure enough, the next day at noon, they release a new set of pictures like, surprise, we're actually partners in business for <laughs> Yummers, the dog food brand. It's like, this is so stupid. And it's very cheesy. But it's, it's so dumb. But then the best part was I saw people on Twitter being like, look at the comments under this picture. And it's all of these like straight white middle-aged women being like, you had me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, wow. Way to pull the wool over my eyes. I was so excited. I thought you guys were dating. Like, okay, we know who the that market clientele of, of this is. Yeah, because I saw that post and it never even crossed my mind they were being literal. Because JVN's like literally married and like had just posted about her his husband at the um, Emmys or something. Well, and is isn't Anthony dating somebody too, or did they break up? I don't remember about Anthony. I have a I hard time a tracking his social scene. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I was just like, oh yeah, that's just like an annoying eye roll sort of uh, business venture. We. I was talking with my friend who um, Anupa, who's been on the podcast before, and we were like the going back to queer eye and being like gay people, but basically for straight white women, we were like, <laughs> um, we were like the Taylor Swift music video where she got all the gay people to be in it yeah. is like a murderer's row of gay people who actual gay people don't like but <laughs> straight white people are obsessed with it's like jesse tyler ferguson <sighs> um ellen rupaul um like i was Wait, like now you don't like rupaul no i love rupaul <laughs> but i feel like rupaul is um is sort of trending out at the moment. Um, I see. Uh, what's wow. his face? The dance, the choreographer who was on Big Brother, who everybody hates. Um, oh, I don't know. He's like Taylor Swift's friend. Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Todrick Hall. Yes, Todrick Hall. I didn't know he was on Big Brother. Yes, he was on one of the celebrity Big Brothers and oh, apparently okay. was like nightmarish on there. Okay, and everybody but it, that's hated not him. how he became famous. Because he was no. like, a, okay, okay, okay. No, okay, yeah, okay, he was okay. an annoying player yeah. then. Um, and yeah, so so we were like, this is <laughs> this is interesting. Like an interesting subsection of gay people is the people in Taylor Swift's music video <laughs> who are all of that variety. It's like... <laughs> It's truly like like Neil Pat is Neil Patrick Harris in that. If he's not, no. he should be. <laughs> but like that's the energy. I can yeah. I guess I see that. Uh, how do the gay people feel about Ryan Reynolds? Ryan yeah Ryan Reynolds because he mean, was I, in that. I think he popped up. I I don't I don't think they have any. There's not a crossover. <laughs> no, I think the person that gay people like most in that music video is Katy Perry. Ah uh, yes. Aside from the Taylor Swift gays, who are a subsection of their own, who I think the rest of us Terrible. try to disown. Yeah, they're sort of them and Disney gays. Whatever. Like the circles are the circles are. Listen, my my limited criticism of Taylor Swift has made you feel too comfortable hating on her actively on this podcast, and we will have to set some boundaries going forward. Okay. Look, this podcast probably doesn't have that much longer left because the planet will die due to her burning through the ozone layer. So Okay, yeah, take it up with like uh, any other uh not even not even a celebrity, just like the gas lords that are. I don't well, think I mean, I'll take it up with the, the gas end. lords as well, but I would like a list of people who own two private jets, please, because yeah. I think that is a small okay. grouping. <laughs> okay. Something 
someone tells me that JVN and Anthony do not I'm own pretty two. Sure Kim Kardashian jets. owns two. Well, she has I mean, her, we can like, put her in the rowboat too. Okay, but there was this weird story I wanted to talk to you about. Oh. Uh, I think he has a gay following. If not, he has my straight heart following. Uh, Zach Efron. Um, oh. Last year, he was in the news because people were like, what happened to his chin? He's completely he different. He looks Facial bad. I, I saw him at TIFF, and he is not looking <gasps> no, great. No, be nice. Zach Efron has my heart. Um, his face is getting wider. Stop. Like we don't talk about people's faces, okay? But he's talked about it because everyone was hating on him. Everyone accused him of like uh bad a bad like uh reconstructive surgery like plastic surgery gone wrong and so he was doing this interview where he's like okay listen this is what happened and he says that he was running through his house in socks slipped and hit his chin on a granite fountain lost consciousness and his his chin bone was basically hanging off his face as he says it which i'm like oh man that is bad <laughs> honestly i will never yeah, have yeah, a okay, don't granite like fountain in my house because <laughs> the accidents that could happen uh but what's strange is that this happened in 2013 and he says oh. that <laughs> so he had reconstructive surgery then but what happened is his um other facial muscles uh, which are used for chewing, had to, quote unquote, compensate, which ultimately over the years led to his jaw looking different. As he says, the masseters just grew. They got really, really big. And so that that's his explanation. That's his that's his journey. That's, you know. Are we buying that? I mean, I think it would be a weird story to lie about. I think it's like weird. Do I think that's like, I think part of it too is just like aging. His body went through the ringer with Baywatch, which he also discussed and how he'd like had insomnia for months after due to the diuretics he had been on. And like, so clearly his like body has been readjusting, recalibrating. And on top of that, like, I just think. Why was he on diuretics? Because he was losing so much. He was trying to like bulk up for this movie where it was just an absolute Diuretic means you have to poop a lot yeah because he didn't want any body fat he was just like what i don't know let's look that up diuretics severely unhealthy yeah it's just that's what i mean he was just like not taking care of himself he was pushing his body too hard and it fell apart I and so i wonder if that's part of it i don't think it's just the jaw surgery or whatever i think that there's other things at play going on in the face and and to be fair his body in general he looks he's way too tan clearly his skin is <laughs> has something happening with it Diuretics help rid your body of salt and water. So I don't know if it has to do with pooping. <laughs> oh, it just like makes you dehydrate? Water pills. I think it's just, yeah, I don't know why he was feeling, I mean, he just needed zero body fat. Like he just needed, you know, just <gasps> take all the water out of his <laughs> skin, flesh, and bones muscle and just look as uh, toned as he possibly could i don't know listen to the interview but the point is yeah it's like he says he doesn't care about these rumors he says his mom like reached out and was the one to let him know they were even happening and she's like did you get surgery and he's like no so i can see it just being like a series of randomness in his life like just i don't know different workouts different aging and him being like, maybe it's this? Because the masseters thing is kind of weird. But when you do look at his jaw, you're like, I guess I can see that being the muscle that causes the weirdness. Um, 
And I guess because of all, because he's so tan, like his face is more wrinkly. So maybe like that's <laughs> part. I don't know. He looks strange. And I once saw the greatest beer run ever, which is yes. was his movie there at TIFF. And the entire time I was just sort of like mesmerized by his face and was like, what is happening here, you know? But then also Russell Crowe was in that movie playing a photographer where basically he just sort of like jumped around and, and aimed his camera at different places. So between Russell Crowe attempting to pretend to be a photographer and Zac Efron's face, I was just hooked, <laughs> so hooked the entire film. I... Listen, if Zach Efron's listening, I still have love for you. Like, I don't think your face defines you, and I don't think it looks bad. And everyone's being such a hater, okay? It's fine, okay. though. Okay. Um, Do you have any other stories? Adnan Saeed got out of uh, prison. Oh, yeah, I from did Syria. see that. I saw it's that. It's about time. Um, I did see High School Musical, the musical, the series, pitched their fourth season idea, which is that the group – comes back to school for their senior year and realizes that the original movie cast is filming High School Musical 4 at the high school, and so they get to be extras in the film. So it's very meta, very, very meta. Wait, that is what's happening? Yeah, but the trick is that they haven't... The creator was like, you know, all these rumors were like, oh, that's why Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens were at the old high school. They're going to be in this season but the creator was like, oh, no, uh, that'd be great if it works out, but uh, nothing's happened yet. So I think it'll all just be, like, implied, probably, like, some body doubles so you see the, like, back of their heads. But it, you know it's just You know some of the being. cast is coming back. Well, I guess that, Corbin like, Blue was in season three. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah, he is. So, and yeah, then, I'm sure, like, that dancer Yeah, I was like, that pop, pop lock and drop it yeah. girl is definitely coming back off <laughs> yeah. of TikTok. Get get Kelsey the pianist. Get yeah. Miss Darbus. Like some of these people, are, for sure. The dad. The dad is. Oh yeah, the dad back. will be there. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, uh, so something to look forward to. Um, but other than that, no. Those were the highlights for me personally. Okay. Do you want to do love it or hate it? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have a oh, love wow. it. I wasn't sure about this movie but I watched it and I ended up really loving it it's called Do Revenge it's on Netflix it stars Maya um oh my gosh why did I just Rudolph. forget her name um, uh Maya... from Stranger Things uh Thurman oh, um, uh, Hawk Hawk and Camila Mendez from Riverdale Riverdale <clears throat> and it's like this teen revenge comedy sort of like the Heathers meets 10 Things I Hate About You um, it's actually, it reminds me of Clueless because it's a teen take on the book turned Hitchcock thriller, Strangers on a Train, where two strangers like agree to commit murders for one another. And Ooh. so this iteration is these two teens have been like bullied in some way. And so they decide to help find, to take out revenge on each other's party. And so... Uh, Camila Mendez gives uh, my hawk a makeover so she can infiltrate the cool girls clique. And then it's all just like, it's all taking place at this ultra preppy, like <laughs> private high school. And the the main like villain slash like enemy of Camila is her ex-boyfriend, who's like this white guy who presents himself as this feminist hero for the women. 
And it's a lot of fun. It's like really cleverly written. The costuming, the music, it's so great. And it was just like a really enjoyable, like bubbly film that reminds you of all those old, you know, 2000s teen flicks we grew up with. Um, And sure, there were like some moments that felt like it ran a little long, but it was just like a delight. And honestly, I just wanted to live in their world. Like, Everyone was wearing like pastels and had cool hair. And Sophie Turner is there for a cameo and she's so good in it that it's just like, I want to rewatch her parts every time. I want to spin off with just her. And I think you'd have fun with it. Like, I really do. I think it's like a very fun movie. Something I would like. I saw the Sophie Turner clip on Twitter (laughs) and was like, what is this? I was like, I want to watch this movie. (laughs) This looks exactly like something I would love. Yeah. Um, And honestly, I was surprised because Camila Mendez in Riverdale is giving me nothing. I've never um, seen her in anything else. uh, That I will (laughs) not stand for. But here she's like really just captivating and charismatic. Both of them are just so great with their like comedic timing their I don't know the way they talk the way they get their zingers in like it all feels really natural natural and really watchable so 10 out of 10 honestly um could we just circle back really quick because I feel like we didn't hit this point hard enough okay why do people think that it's not Ed Sheeran when it says Ed (laughs) I don't know because it doesn't sound like him. I don't know. I, why wouldn't he just admit he wrote it? Like, I don't know. It just seems like I don't a know, weird... But why would they use the word Ed when obviously that's associated with... Like, they could be nice boy whoever. Like, why would you pick Ed when Ed I mean, maybe he's is like... obviously one of Taylor's friends? It'd be like like nice girl, Esty. It's like, okay, well... Well, that's it's, right. It's, it's not, too but, obvious. But it's not... Well, it's so I obvious. Think, it's. I think right. it's Ed Sheeran. I think this is Ed Sheeran related. <laughs> that's my take. I'm putting. I'm planning. I flag. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Did you have a love it or hate it? Or yes, I did. Too much. Um, which is uh, a hate it. Which <laughs> is the movie Blonde, which um is out in theaters now. Uh, it's not on Netflix. I think for a bit, but I watched it this week. And it is truly one of the worst movies I have seen in quite some time. <laughs> this is the Marilyn Monroe biopic starring Anna de Armas. And, and it's by Aronofsky, right? No, it's it's oh. by Andrew Dominic. Aronofsky's movie this year is The Whale, the Brendan oh, Fraser that's right, that's um, right, that's right. Uh, in a fat suit um, yes, movie, which I did see <laughs> and which is... Uh, it will be a movie that is gets a lot of think pieces uh, <laughs> and has a lot of pro and con uh, people come award yes. season. It's going yes. to be divisive. Um, can't wait to talk about it on the pod. Uh, Blonde has gotten, I think, mostly negative reviews um, so far. And it's two and a half hours. Ana de Armas apparently spent nine months working on her... Marilyn Monroe accent, but you can still hear her Cuban accent and it mostly just sounds like her with her normal voice sort of whispering and maybe slightly <laughs> less Cuban. Um, it's it's black and white and then it's in color. It cuts back and forth without any rhyme or reason. The color palettes change. The um, like aspect ratio changes all just like randomly. It's, it's, it's sort of like euphoria in that 
in this past season, especially, they were trying all kinds of different like visual gimmicks, but it's less interesting here and more chaotic and just feels like they're <clears throat> just like throwing things around. Right. Um, <laughs> it's an oddly pro-life movie where uh, a talking fetus like guilts Marilyn, uh, like guilt trips her the entire movie for having an abortion early on. Uh, (laughs) Like none of the acting is particularly good. The directing is strange. Um, It's like, it's cartoonish at points. It's overly dramatic at points. It just like is tonally a disaster. And it's so long that as you like plod through the last 30 minutes, everybody in my theater was so over it. Whenever (laughs) they would do something, it different with the camera or the lighting or something. People would laugh. People were groaning. <laughs> people were snickering. At the end, everybody in the group of people who I went and saw it with hated it. Um, yes, it's a it's a horrible movie. Don't watch it on Netflix. But also, I can't imagine anyone watching it on Netflix. Like I was trapped there in the theater. Like I mean, I guess I yeah. could have left, but not really. But I cannot imagine someone putting this movie on and sitting through all two and a half hours of it. Also, there's been a lot of press about how it, um, well, it's it's NC-17. There is a lot of nudity, but mostly just boobs. And I was with some lesbians and they said, which I didn't even know this was a thing, that they were like 90% sure that she was wearing nipple covers, like fake (laughs) nipples the entire time. I I guess that's a thing that, 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 people do now in movies um but uh what was it oh there's like one particularly graphic sort of like blowjob scene where Ana de Armas is giving a blowjob to JFK but otherwise I'm not really quite sure why it's NC-17 I heard there was a POV shot of a vagina Oh, uh, yes, there is that. I guess I guess maybe that's it. But it's like from the inside. Well, do you still see a penis? Like, I don't know. No, it's during, you... it's during the abortion scene. Oh, you see like the clampers or whatever coming in. Yeah, I mean, they said they were surprised by the rating too. But I think if you just like push the envelope over and over again with like nudity and graphic. Uh... But I don't think you see a vagina from the outside or at least uh, maybe once. <laughs> Yeah, it did not sound like it was going to be good. It sounded like they were trying to be splashy and loud and pretend it wasn't exploitative in ways that Marilyn Monroe would somehow honor. I mean, this is the movie that Ana de Armas said she heard Marilyn's ghost, right? Yes, there was truly a 10 minute long sequence uh, that was sort of like slow-mo of the white dress shot from the (laughs) movie. And you just are staring up her skirt over and over and over and over and over again. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it has anything new to add or savor with Marilyn Monroe's basically horrific experience and instead just asks us to sit through. I imagine the rapes that she dealt with, uh, uh, harassment. Honestly, it like doesn't even get into that mm. that much. <laughs> like it, yeah. It, the main her main fixation the entire movie is 
uh, well, and that of the director, I guess, is that Marilyn Monroe, like, never met her dad. So she's, like, obsessed with trying to find her dad. And I don't know if this is real or, or not, that, like, she sort of corresponded him with him through letters at some point or somebody pretending to be him. Mm-hmm. And so she calls every man throughout the movie daddy because she's, like, <laughs> looking for him, which is just so stupid and annoying. <laughs> so that's, like, part of it. And then also she has an abortion early on. Um after she gets pregnant in this like hot threesome with Charlie Chaplin's son. And, and then the rest of the movie, she's sort of like haunted by this uh, fetus that she got rid of. Um, Who is it played by? I don't know, actually. I mean, it's, it's, it's talking to her. So someone was playing it and it didn't have a Cuban accent. So I don't think it was her. Um, Well, I probably will not be seeing it. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm glad you got to experience that. It's yeah, camp. well, you know, you somebody has to. <laughs> that, that, and the sun, I think, are the two movies that everybody can skip this award season because the <laughs> sun is also terrible. Um, but a movie that's not terrible that you don't need to skip that we did watch is The Woman King, which we'll be talking about on our Thursday episode. Yes. This is the Viola Davis. Um, African warrior queen movie and we'll be talking about it then so in the meantime you can follow us on social media leave us a review shoot us an email um, and we'll see you guys on Thursday bye bye